Hi, I'm Steph. And I'm Gigi. And welcome back to another episode of the Girls Room. Okay. <laughs> right. Hey guys, so we're back. Um, what number episode is this? I don't even know. Like anymore. number seven, I think. Yeah, I like the We're almost at flying. at the tenth. That's crazy. Yeah, we need to like plan number ten and you know. That's like <laughs> Make it big. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um Today's kind of special. I yeah, kind of hinted Go at ahead. it. <laughs> Please explain further. Yes, I explained it or like I hinted at it like the last episode, but today we have a very special guest and it's our first guest on the podcast. So, you know, we're super excited. To yeah, it's so her. exciting. Um, her name is Alyssa. Alyssa, you want to say something? Yes, I do. Hello, everybody. It's me. It's Alyssa. <laughs> and she is basically our astrology sis. Um, <laughs> she's like our go-to astrology girl. Or she is mine. Steph and her are just meeting, but uh, we hope that you guys love her just as much as I do. Um, she's so knowledgeable about astrology and tarot and just spirituality, and it shocks me because what you're only like nineteen. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're so young and so knowledgeable. Um, but okay, so before we get into anything astrology, let's get to know you a little bit. Let's figure out what your big three is and talk about it a little. <laughs> All righty. I can give you my big six too if you want. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So I'm an Aries sun, Sagittarius moon, Cancer rising. I'm an Aries Mercury. Taurus, Venus, and Mars. Look at that Aries stellium. Taurus, Venus. Very interesting. <laughs> oh <laughs> Do you want to go a little bit into like your big three, like what that means for you? Yeah. So um, I feel like a lot of people or the majority of people are into the big three. So maybe you want to explain like how that factors into your chart. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm an Aries sun. I was born on April Fool's Day, actually. Um fun times (laughs) and in terms of my son the son is like you know like your ego you like your outward consciousness right so I I find myself to be very ambitious over what sometimes I don't even know but it's just like I gotta make a plan I gotta make a plan a plan for what I don't know I gotta make a plan (laughs) you know and I feel like I'm always planning for something even though I don't necessarily know what it is you just want that's very I think you just always want to look forward to something that's like what yes keeps going yes um in terms of like overgeneralizations and stuff am I a little bit competitive sure <laughs> can I be aggressive I think if someone crosses <laughs> you yes <laughs> then you if, can... if the if the situation warrants it yes if my ego is triggered in a certain way yes but will that be my first uh, tactic? No. Probably not. And I think that has to do with your moon. Yes, my moon is in Sagittarius. And I love my moon placement so much because it is in the fifth house. And if you don't know what that means, that's totally okay. But um, the fifth house is ruled by Leo, which rules artistic expression. Lunar Sagittarians, they're very free spirited. And in the fifth house, I feel like I don't know if exalted is the right word, but it's just kind of like amplified a little bit because I like to live without people trying to box me in. 
and I try and just like do what I want to do because it feels good. And um, also a tough thing for like Lunar Sagittarians is that um, we tend not to face our emotions right away. We just tend to sweep everything under the rug. So in terms of like shadow work and everything, it's, it's been a little bit difficult, but then you start feeling all these things and you're like, oh my gosh, like, wow. You start I having did not know. You really do. I feel like that's a shadow work in general, but being a lunar Sagittarian, um, wow. And that artistic expression is strong in my chart. You are super artistic though. You are very into art and you have a an art Etsy that you actually just started yesterday. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna ask for a little shameless self promo. I did. I just she <laughs> we'll, we'll make sure me. She just randomly texted me yesterday, like, Hey, I finally started my art Etsy because a long time ago, Crazy. just so the you and the audience knows, she um she quit her job, you know, one of her her ex her past job um and good for you good for I, you we're in a yeah. generation where people be quitting jobs left and right nobody cares i have done it before you know if i'm not happy i'm quitting i will find another job and if i don't well suck it up i don't care yeah whatever makes you happy yeah. exactly so then i know she likes to do art and i was like you can definitely do that if that's what's going to make you happy and like now luckily Alyssa, you have another job but you also yes. are starting your etsy which is so I, I love that for you. We'll make sure to like link it so people know what's up. And A2 we'll sure acrylics. We'll you somewhere, so don't worry. What yeah. is it? A2 acrylics. A2 acrylics on Etsy? Yes. Etsy okay, and perfect. Instagram. So mm -hmm. it's just at. Y'all heard it here first. Yep. Um, so yeah, okay. So we talked about your sun, your moon. What about your rising? How does that play into your life? Cancer rising. So. Um... <laughs> a lot of like I I can guess people's signs a lot of the time um I remember like when I first met someone I said hey can I kiss your sign and he was like yeah what is it and I said oh you're a Taurus aren't you and he's like how did you know and I'm like oh thanks I could tell by your neck and your shoulders and he was like what I'm not gonna get into that because different um zodiacal different parts of the body it's I'm in too deep guys like <laughs> I've been told I look like a Capricorn Capricorn does rule the bones. You're a tall girl. There you go. <laughs> I've been told my facial structure is very, I, you know, Yanni, uh, one of my professors, yeah. he wrote like an astrology book. He's super into astrology. And I basically like was sitting down and talking to him one day and he was like, you know, you have very like Capricorn kind of futures. And I was like, that's so funny, Yanni. I have a Capricorn stellium in my chart. It dominates most of my life. So yeah, guys, we can get into like how different signs affect your body at like in a different episode. But this I'm curious to know what you perceive me as, because I know that you have already heard that I am a Pisces. But yeah, I give off the Pisces vibe. I give off the Pisces vibe. Tell me straight up. A little bit because you have more of like a that your round your face is round. I do have around. a round face. Yeah, no, and you also have like deep set eyes. Like, not to sound crazy, <laughs> not to sound crazy, but uh -huh. like water signs, one of their dominant traits, um, you know, Scorpio, Pisces, and Cancer rule different parts of the body. Okay, you're Pisces seeing me right now, like bare face. Like this is me yeah. in the flesh, raw stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the thing that they have. <laughs> 
<laughs> the thing that they all have in common is um, alluring eyes or mysterious eyes or welcoming eyes, right? So what I find common in most Pisces is they either have big or very small feet. So my sister's a Pisces and uh, she wears a five and a half women's shoe. Um, so she has very small feet, but her I got eyes... some big ass feet. But <laughs> they also five nine. I'm I'm five nine. Okay. I'm like a little bit shorter than Gigi. Um, but I do wear a size nine and a half, ten, like always. Like that has never fluctuated ever since I stopped growing. And it's just that. But then also I don't even feel that bad about it because I once met a girl who was like five three and she was like a size ten. I'm like, girl, you Stop. got some big feet. Yeah. I'm not calling her out because fuck that. But <laughs> no, but I used to like hate it. I was like, oh my god, like my feet. But then I was like, it's proportionate to my body. It's, like yeah, five nine. Mm-hmm. If you so, had really small feet as a very tall person, it would be like I would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's going on be there? A little ugly too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But I have been told the thing about the eyes, um, before like where they'll be like, oh, like your eyes, like the way that you look at people, or like things like that. So I'm like, I don't know. I think also the face shape thing, it's because like, I think the roundness is very soft. So it's very like, it goes with the Pisces where it's like you're soft and in tune with your emotions. Am I, is that, is that right, Alyssa? I see you nodding. (laughs) You're getting very general for a minute. I was scared. Oh, (laughs) whenever you smile, I'm like, am I saying something that's not right? (laughs) You're you're fine. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, the eyes. And um, back in high school, I used to, uh, I was in, in and out of drama. Um, but I remember I did makeup design one year and I blocked out my sister's eyebrows for a look that I had to execute. And I remember one of the judges, she was looking at the photos that I took of the makeup that I did and then my rendering. And she was like, oh my God, your model has huge eyes, which if you look at my sister, she has like these like amazing, she has so much lit space, but her eyes are just so big and round and like, yeah. Wow. We love that. We have to have a whole episode on like the different signs and like Mm -hmm. what some traits could be. Um, I am very curious into like, how did you get into astrology? Like what, what was what sparked it? Well, um, very surface level, I got into it around middle school, but it was only like trying to learn about sun signs. I didn't know that everyone had a whole chart and then you have like a chart within a chart. It's like chartception up in here, <laughs> you know? Like, it's crazy, but I was just really just trying to learn about sun signs and like, you know, different stereotypes and stuff. And then I kind of let it go starting high school Um, But I didn't get back into it around junior year of high school. Um, So I was about 17 because I realized more and more people were talking about like zodiac signs and stuff. So I was like, I was like, nah, nah, I want to get back into this. I want to learn, you know. So I I started learning more gradually, um, which kind of goes hand in hand with like the reason why I got into spirituality was because. I started to find myself towards the end of high school, like in, in a little bit of like a low point. And I don't want to get into too much detail, but like getting into spirituality when you don't have access to therapy, it, it can help. 
and I have a little bit of religious trauma, just a little bit, just like sprinkle it in there. So I was not going to turn to Christianity. If you do, that's great. That's wonderful. But it just wasn't for me. Yeah. You know, um, so I, I started to get into Hinduism and that was a lot. Open practices, open practices. I don't fuck with closed practices at all. What is the difference? Um, so open practices are just kind of like stuff like like, like Hinduism, I think Druidism is open, Wicca is open, but closed practices originate, oh my god, I hope this isn't wrong, closed practices you have to be either born or invited into, stuff like Santeria, Voodoo, stuff like that, you have to be born or invited into. If you, as someone not born or invited into it, decide to practice that, oh my god, you will face the wrath of a million deities. Wow, I had no idea that was a thing. Yeah, because when you look at Santeria, it, it comes from African and Caribbean like origin mm-hmm. and voodoo as well. That's stuff that comes from like African origin as well. So I'm very respectful of a lot of indigenous practices, a lot of, you know, historically African practices and stuff. I'm very respectful of that. I don't burn Palo Santo. I do not fucks with voodoo. I- all yeah because then you start falling into there's a line there that you really shouldn't cross Mm -hmm. i will not burn sage i will not burn palo santo if i need a cleanse i'm using either cedar sandalwood dragon's blood or um nag champa incense i do not cross that line but just because of where the person that I am where I originate from and everything I don't cross that line got it so I kind of know my place in terms of spirituality so I just kind of like I've been trying to get more into Wicca as well and just learning about that and just having all of these like you know like revelations and epiphanies like it's it's the most wonderful thing because I I just call it witchcraft because that's what it is you know once you like you can do witchcraft and not practice Wicca, but I feel like with Wicca, you do practice the craft. Um, I feel like it's more when you start honoring certain deities and you start working with them, that's when you start getting more into Wicca. You mm-hmm. celebrate like the Sabbaths, like Beltane, um, Ostera, Samhain, stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like I, yeah. I'm like really ignorant on that side of it. Like mm-hmm. I only know... Like the basic, like, I feel like now spirituality is blowing up on social media and that's really all that I know. So when it comes to like the deities and all that, like I try to stay away from that because I'm not informed. And I feel like if I started to mess with that, then, you know, I don't want the bad juju that is there if I don't use it right, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And that's understandable. And I, I respect that, you know, and there's a lot of research that you yourself, you have to put yourself through because if you're doing something unknowingly, like, okay, if I started burning Palo Santo, I didn't know that Palo Santo came from, like, indigenous practices that were, you know, historically closed, then, like, the universe will forgive me because I did not know at the time. But if I'm choosing not to look it up, not to educate myself on it, mm-hmm. or I'm knowingly burning it, that's where the issue is. Yeah. Your intention you know? has to do a lot with it, too. Intention is so <laughs> big in witchcraft, dude. Oh, my God. That's wild. Yeah. So you found like a safe space 
Uh, that's I feel like that's yeah. where all of this was leading to you found this oh yeah yeah sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tend to ramble I'm sorry yeah okay. <laughs> um so you've basically found a safe space yes 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 and witchcraft it gets such a bad rep but you have there cannot be light without darkness you have to take a look within you have to heal yourself before you can start becoming one with the universe yeah. And I think that's beautiful. You know, as above, so below. As much as I exist in the universe, the universe exists in me. I have the ability to create my own reality. I think that's such a powerful way to live because, you know, I feel like it's so easy to get lost and just like letting life pass you by instead of like trying to live. And like if you don't acknowledge that you know you do have the power to change things and like manifest your desires and like put in the work to do it um it's so easy for you to just like survive and not really like thrive you know did not mean for that to rhyme but my <laughs> that's where my brain went okay so now we know why um you got into astrology and like you know the safeness that you found in it um let's talk about assumptions because i feel like uh with astrology comes a lot of assumptions about the general signs so like i've heard that sagittarius's are super non-committal which we had a little conversation about which can go so many ways um but let's start there and then we'll just move through some more assumptions What's your thoughts on like Sagittarius and commitment issues? Is it real? Is it false? What do you believe? I feel like it's a culmination of both because that is an overgeneralization. Um, the thing about Sagittarius is that it's ruled by Jupiter, the planet of expansion and philosophy. So it's like Sagittarians just want to, they want to learn, they want to grow, they want to explore. You can't tie them down. They're so free spirited. But I feel like when it comes to any fire sign, when they love you, they love you so deeply. So it might not be that, oh, like I'm not uncommittal, I'm emotionally unavailable. Like that might not be the case. It's just, you know, you also have the other side of the sword where it's like you have the Sagittarius that really wants to commit and they themselves don't realize that maybe they're not ready for a relationship. Mm -hmm. So it can really go either way. I feel, yep, um, it's, I feel like it could go like that for any of the signs and any of the generalizations. I feel like, like you said in the beginning, we're more than just our sun sign. Mm -hmm. So like, you could be a Sagittarius that craves stability. Hello, Sagittarius sun with Capricorn stellium. I feel like it can go so many ways. So I feel like a lot of these assumptions, for the most part, they're just assumptions they're just generalizations that like no, yeah. you can easily debunk person to person but as far as like personal experiences i know like some have just proven to be true and we'll move on to pisces since you know <laughs> steph is a pisces and a i'm um, ready for it i'm already ready for the entire drag like it's fine no it's not even a drag it's definitely a hype for on. you because <laughs> the generalization is that Pisces women are just superior to Pisces men. And that's I mean, not that a generalization. Is, that's pretty true. That's just that's a plain truth. And I want to I'm sorry. I want to explain why. Before you even go in there and tell me if I'm wrong, 
um the last guy that i talked to or i'm still like kind of just like talking to conversing to whatever you catch my drift <laughs> just in your life <laughs> um yeah the person that's in my life he is a pisces uh man and he is like i don't know like it's just like very weird like i don't think I should be doing this or going in very deep into it because it's just like we are two different people and I don't know if he's the one that's very I don't even know how to explain it it's just two different people where I feel like I'm like why are you like that like why do you do these things so it's like I don't know I'm not too deep into it I don't know also a lot about him or his like life or anything like that so obviously you know it's not a deep connection either, just surface but I just level, feel like you feel like you're different yeah it's a very surface level but I just feel like there's a lot of like differences in there I don't know if he's hiding it or if I'm hiding it but I don't know continue please because I am superior <laughs> I I know this no yeah and I think the reason is because I'm gonna say something that might not be true but it's just something that's just a general statement. Might be a little controversial, the- so get ready, maybe, guys. <laughs> maybe a little controversial, but it's it's primarily the way that our society works. We as women, we are very emotional. You know, we can have more empathetic exchanges of conversation, where as men, it's like frowned upon in society for them to even express emotion, mm-hmm. like any kind of positive or a negative emotion. So then this starts going into the topic of mental health and therapy and everything and what's more accepted and not in society. And this can differ throughout cultures as well. Um, But when you look at like astrology, I find it so funny because all the positive traits, not maybe, maybe not all the positive traits, but most positive traits of the Zodiac can be found in the women. But then when you look at the men, because there's such emotional messes, which might not even be like, you know, their own intention. They just are like that. Yes, <laughs> like, you're, like, 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 Steph, you, you're asking, just, like, why are you like that? They're just like, there is no explanation. There is no explanation. And I and I go through this with every single guy that I've encountered. I'm like, why are all of you the same? It's like copy paste, copy paste, different signs, but they're all the same. Like at some point, <laughs> you will run into that problem. And it's just so annoying because it's like, I'm just trying to make this work. And it's like, why? I I just don't understand because I'm very open with my, like, I'm open with myself. I'm open with my friends, like my feelings, like emotions. Like sometimes I'll like try to hide things because I just don't want to get hurt or like I'll, you know, frown upon like, um, but I'm getting better at this. I used to like not express myself because I didn't want to feel like the quote-unquote clown Mm -hmm. because I was like oh I'm not gonna do this like if they're not doing it back to me or like reciprocating that to me like I'm not gonna tell you how I feel which I eventually regretted it in like one specific situation and ever since then I'm like trying to be a little bit more open with myself and like I just know that I can be emotional and like be open about things like that it's just like I need to like tune into that so I don't know whatever I wouldn't say I'm a crybaby but I do definitely cry like, I feel like there's other more crybaby signs out there. You want to know the first sign that comes to mind when you said crybaby? Yeah, cancer. No. <laughs> no? <laughs> and this is getting really specific. Taurus men. 
Mm, I, yep. I do. I have. To, I know a Taurus man. I've observed Taurus men from a distance, and I can. Yep. <laughs> I know a couple. I feel I like they can get hurt really easily, like their ego. That's with any man. (laughs) That's like, they're so like caught up on like how, like you tell them one thing and they're like, well, you're right. Every guy is like that. Never mind. (laughs) And I haven't yet to come across a dude that's like, whatever about it. I think they just run off their egos. I feel like that's their like way of protecting themselves, quote unquote. (laughs) Protecting yourselves from what is my issue? No. What are y'all protecting yourself from? Nothing. (laughs) No, but here's the thing, though. I love that Gigi said that because when you look at stuff psychologically and like and like Freudian psychology too, the ego is there to protect. It's there it's to protect much. from the subconscious and the shadow, you know. And what does the sun rule? Ego. That's why, you know, men have, generally speaking, bigger egos than women. I mean, don't get me wrong. You can come across a couple women that have an inflated ego, but a lot of the times that comes from bad self-esteem or undealt with emotions or traumas or bad experiences. And so that's why a lot of like male manipulator, I'm using air quotes. I know y'all can't see, but I'm using air quotes, like male manipulator signs. You know, that's why a lot of people are like, oh my God, stay away from Pisces men. Why? Because Pisces is ruled by Neptune, I think. It is, is Neptune. Very... Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, you know, very intuitive, very like it rules the dreams, the subconscious. Like you're very intuitive in tune with your emotions and the way you process. Men don't have that as much as Can we do. talk about, because you said manipulators. Can we talk about, I'm sorry, I just, I have to say this. Aquarius men. No. No. Because, bro, I can't. I'm sorry. Like, I cannot. Let's get deal into with this. Aquarius, guys. Let's have this. Please. Co- I need no. more. I need more information. My longest lasting relationship was with an Aquarius man. Bro, <laughs> would you believe me if I said the same thing? I swear, 100% on God. It's pretty bad, though. It's like all over the place. Like, it's, I don't even know why. Just continue, please, because I just can't. I don't know what your experience was, but no, mine I mean, was, like, very highs and lows. I mean, I don't know. We got together when we were, like, kids, and we were together for four and a half years, and I dumped him at the end. She because, said, I'm uh, done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at that point, you know, we had known each other through high school, through middle school and then high school. I dumped him my junior year of high school. Um, and then I started dating a Sagittarius, <laughs> a Sagittarius lady, um, which I'm not going to get into it. Cause again, like we're talking about the Aquarius. Um, so <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It was really interesting because we were very comfortable with each other, but then again, like, let me see. Because I have this little book here. It's my book of shadows, but I also have a thing where it's like, do I have a type? And I write down, God, no one's ever going to want to talk to me or date me after I say this. But (laughs) I have um, a page in here where I write down people that I've talked to and like they've given me their birth chart. I write their big three, their Venus sign and their life path number, which has to do with numerology. And um, he was an Aquarius sun. Pisces moon and Virgo rising with a Pisces Venus. Pisces is exalted in Venus. 
okay? And I'm a Taurus Venus. So in my chart, um, my sign is in its home planet and it's in my midheaven. So I, I like what that means is that since it's ruled by that house as well, it becomes a very like influential way of how you move in like your career and what you want people's perception to be of you, like career wise. So I've always said that I value human connection and like relationships in my life, sometimes a little more over work, which I'm trying to balance out, but that's how I move through my work because I want people to respect me at the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. But if they like me, that's how you can move throughout, you know, like your company or like, you know, making connections with other people and networking and stuff. So I actually, I had a, I had a, I had a pretty good run in that relationship. I want to think the toxic one was me. <laughs> no, it was, it, it was before I started doing a lot of my work. I had a lot of repression, um, a lot of stuff I didn't deal with. Um, we've talked this out. We're on good terms. We're like buddies. We're friends. Um, She's like going through it right now. Like, yeah, yeah. Stop. She's like, she's like, Stop. Shit. No, because it was four and a half years. <laughs> that was my longest. You guys were also like very babies. So, yes. okay. I understand. I understand. And you're also an yeah. Aries, correct? Yeah. Okay. So I feel like different signs go with different people. I just feel yeah. like the Pisces Aquarius combo does not work or it works because it's so toxic like it's so back and forth that we're just drawn to each other and i've researched this and i've looked it up and i'm like i don't understand because i've never had to go through that with like anybody else and it's like those two signs are just like always like drawn towards each other even though like in the long run like it just takes a lot of freaking work for it to be able to work that sounded weird but yeah and just uh, that's with any relationship that you want to be successful there has to be work from both ends but yeah I understand what you're saying there has to be a little extra work yeah do you feel Mm -hmm. like okay if we go back to assumptions since we're talking about Aquarius would Mm -hmm. you agree with the assumption that Aquarians don't feel emotions or like don't Mm -hmm. express emotions Absolutely not. I think they feel them, but um, they don't know how to express them. They're kind of emotionally constipated because they try to rationalize. They try to rationalize with their emotions so much. It's like you can't have logic and like they can coexist, but you can't mix them. Mm -hmm. You know, so then having to express them, they're like, oh, like they downplay it or they just simply don't. Yeah. But Aquarians, oh my god, I'm infatuated with Aquarius people. Like, y'all have some big brains. Like, I love air signs. I really do. I think, um, I think since I've had, like, my bestie of, like, over a decade is an Aquarius. And so, and, like, a Libra moon. So that's air all around. And a Gemini rising. So it's triple air in her big three. Oh, that's I- chaos. So that's that's literally what I've like been around for the past 10 years. So I just kind of like like I know she has emotions because I see it. But like to the blind eye, I feel like it could be misconstrued as, oh, she's like cold or like 
whatever because like they don't see that side and i feel like steph and i have been able to see that side a lot and like we know like she has emotions we know like she goes through it but like the outsider perspective i don't think they see that from aquarius people or like air signs in general my best friend ellie if she listens to this because i know (laughs) she does i love her she's my ride or die girl um I can easily say that I will like nobody will ever replace that girl in my life. I don't know why. She's just amazing. And I have definitely gone through it with her like over the years since we've been like growing up and stuff, especially like, after high school. And she's a Gemini. And she for the longest time had a lot of issues like having like being able to express herself. Like, she was, like, very shut off, and I feel like that's the vibe that I get from a lot of air signs, where it's, like, they put up this, like, very, um, like, non-emotional, like, front, and it's, like, I, I know that you feel things. I know that you're able to feel things. You just probably don't know how to, and I feel like she's grown into that a little bit more recently, especially over, like, the last year. Like, she has completely changed into, like, a more emotional being like she's able to talk to me about things that like we used to not be able to talk about because she just didn't like she would hinder those things so i i don't know if that's like all around air signs like what's your take on that i feel like it's really common but i think it's also like you have to earn a certain level of trust if you're an air sign you have to earn a certain level of trust from a person before you feel completely secure and comfortable and expressing any kind of emotion because you don't want people like they're the human embodiment of anxiety dude like you don't want people worrying about you over something that you don't think is as big you know because you don't like being the center of attention like that yeah <laughs> you're right wow <laughs> we love <laughs> a lot of deep thinking going on. Yeah, I'm like, processing. Yeah. there's a lot going on in my head right now. Yeah. Um, okay. So since we're on Gemini, mm-hmm. the common misconception is Geminis are two-faced. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. What do you think? Why do you think that's a, like a, why do you think that's a common assumption? Like, do you think it's just bad experiences that people have had with Geminis and they're like, oh, <laughs> two-faced? Or do you think it like stems from like a misunderstanding of Geminis? I think it's a misunderstanding because if you look at Gemini, like that's the sign of the twins. Mm-hmm. If you look at tarot, the card that's associated with Gemini, the lovers, very much the number two. But two in numerology, when you look at it, it's the number of duality. It's the number of harmony, of balance. So saying that they're two-faced is just really unfair. It's just, it's not. I mean, one of my friends now, like, my best friend in middle school, she was a Gemini. And, you know, I've been making friends in the department slowly, but surely, and like one of, I love her so much. She's a Gemini. She's... I don't think she's she's not two-faced at all she's really not and my mom's a gemini so (laughs) to say that i think would be like i I feel like it's really unfair and i don't even know how to justify it but it's just it's not they just want that harmony in their life like you know how libra is like you know like the scale and it's you know just like 
balance. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's more so Gemini, though. I've come across some Geminis that it's kind of like they change their narrative when it comes to different people. And maybe it has to do with trying to create the harmony because, you know, like adapting to different people. So that way they have the same harmony with everyone just in different ways. I don't know about Libra. (laughs) You're talking about Libra. (laughs) Yeah. No, but it's it's really weird because you look at Gemini, they're ruled by Mercury, which is communication, intellect, um, just how you get across your mental process and everything. And, you know, while that's bound to change person to person because, you know, there's different ways you can get through to other people, just to say that they're two-faced, it just doesn't make sense to me and it never has mm-hmm. because they're the sign of duality. It's like light and dark, the sun and the moon and stuff like, you know, it's just yeah just two that's the that's what comes to my brain fair enough <laughs> <I'll take Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and given um, my experiences i mean yeah so let's end this um little segment by talking about aries <laughs> and <laughs> the assumption that all of you are aggressive no <laughs> well that's a really some aggressive Aries in my life like they I haven't they haven't worked on themselves you, okay have. we have to talk about this oh, <laughs> <There's>, God. <laughs> I've like, only met Aries women to be fair okay and they were like co-workers so I feel like oh. there's a big difference with all the signs with evolved and unevolved <laughs> you know so I, I, I'm glad that you brought that up because I feel like unevolved Aries, I feel like they can be very aggressive and violent for no reason. But then you have like, <laughs> Alyssa, you. I'm sorry, you said evolved and unevolved and I started thinking about Pokemons. There's a big difference between like you and other Aries. Uh, that (laughs) you're not like other girls and I think it also has to do with your cancer rising I think that's probably why you're not just (laughs) it's probably why you're not that like aggressive because you're you are you have a cancer in you and you have the sag in you and I think it makes you think a little more before you are aggressive proud owner of a brain cell (laughs) Yeah, no, and I, I've done, I've, I've gotten my natal chart wheel mm-hmm. that shows you the different aspects, and I've done my chart, which just shows me everything, and uh, in reading the descriptions, it says that um, the fact that I'm a cancer rising does make me more docile and come across uh, softer to people, and I find that within five minutes of having a conversation with someone, whether it be a coworker I've just met or, like, you know, an acquaintance that, you know, I've seen around like a face in the department, they start talking to me and like, whoa, excuse me, (laughs) you're talking to me. Oh my good. What did I do to make you this comfortable this fast? Um, I feel like that's a, that's a trait that you have. You like literally immediately, like a second after talking to you, I was like, yep, I'm comfy. (laughs) That was when, when I did your tarot reading. Yeah. I think that was like, yeah, before you even like knew really anything, you just read my tarot and I was like, I feel safe. I feel good. 
I stay here. <laughs> yeah. I feel like amidst all the chaos of that is me, you have a little bit of calmness. Like that cancer rising and those tourist placements are trying so hard to hold me down. Mm-hmm. They're trying so hard to balance out my chart because I do have a fire dominant chart and I do have a ninth and 11th house stellium, which is ruled by Aquarius and Sagittarius, which is also why I speak so highly of them is because I have a large influence of them in my chart. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and I I really do appreciate that. Um, But I don't don't know, because a lot of people like, you know, when when they um, they're like, I guess their sign, right? And then they want to guess mine. And I'm like, I'm not going to tell you, just guess. Right. And they're like, they always go for either Pisces or Cancer. Hmm. I'm like, no. I definitely, mm, I don't want to say Aquarius, because you definitely don't, like, it's much softer than Aquarius. But I wouldn't call you a water sign. Like, if I didn't know you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, like, think you were a water sign. I think what you have you- much, if anything, a Sag, <clears throat> I would think probably because it wouldn't be a Leo. Mm-mm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think you were an Aries right off the bat, like a soul Aries. Like it, it, that's not the energy you give off. I think you would be a Sag because you have like the sweetness, but you also have like energy. Like it's just. And the wit and the quirkiness as well. <laughs> I've, I've shown you some of my screenshots in my DMs, girl. <laughs> You're so bold. That's that's the Aries. She is aggressive that like that. She do be aggressive. When you want something, you know when to get it. Mhm. But see, I'm also sweet, so I know how to get it. There you I can go. be a, I can be I can I can be I can be the most graceful, sweetest person you know. Or I can be your worst nightmare. And not even that's like typically that. very Aquarius like though. I'm not an Aquarius though I mean not Aquarius I'm sorry Aries and I don't even the girls that I know that are Aries are very like that and I don't even mean that and like you know since evolving I guess (laughs) I'm a Pokemon now (laughs) (laughs) you know um I don't I I've been trying to act more like rationally just like bringing myself back because I know not everything is about me and I know that people are only capable of giving what they know so I know that nine times out of 10, or like not even like 10 times out of 10, when you're talking to someone, they're talking to you from stuff that they like hardly ever anything is about you. You might trigger something about them. And then that's what provokes a disagreement or an argument is because it interferes with one of their core values that they've held on to for so long, or you just trigger their ego or something they're insecure about. But the thing is, is like since like evolving on. Um, I, I just, I don't engage with conflict. I try so hard not to engage with conflict. And it's like, you know that Kaliuchi song where it's like, I want war, but I need peace? Yes. <laughs> Very much me. It's like, I want to engage because like, it's not that I enjoy conflict, but it, there's like some sort of like rush or like mental stimulation. Adrenaline. For <laughs> I think that's what it is. Something that you get after you say something that you've been wanting to say for a long time, and you're like, ah, there it is. Yeah, and I very much have said some things I don't mean to like. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's everyone, but you know, I try to just take a step back and like 
be rational and not let my anger or like whatever not let the Aries control me yeah um, but you know I'll, I'll try not to beef with people I'll, I'll try you know like if you double cross me like I will let you know I'm not happy but yeah like I when I say that it's because I know the kind of person I can be to other people and so that's like the biggest sweetheart or your worst nightmare is going to be when I'm like not in your, this sounds so egotistical, oh my God, is when I'm not in your life anymore. Because I kind of have that effect on people and I've seen that. It's like people realize what I was to them after they don't have access to me like that anymore. And like, you know, I'll just calmly block you on everything, you know, or if I don't block you, like I certainly will not hit you up first. I will not start a conversation with you. Like I'll talk, if you start talking to me, I'll talk to you, but it'll probably be dry but I will never go out of my way to make sure that another person is miserable. I don't spend my energy like that. It's not worth it. And that's evolution. (laughs) It'll just come back to them eventually, I think. Okay, so you guys, Alyssa will be a reoccurring guest on our podcast. Um, Happy to be here. (laughs) Yes, if you guys have any topics specifically about spirituality or uh, astrology, tarot, um please let us know and dm us on instagram just so that you know we could plan out episodes and topics so we can talk about things that you want to hear um the goal is to cater to you guys so yes um we really do hope that you enjoyed this little uh segment episode um and i hope that it was different and made you think a little bit uh but i think that's it for right now steph do you have anything to add i do not have anything to add i was gonna tell um our audience who's not into like astrology but i don't think they would have made it this far (laughs) if they weren't into astrology so (laughs) um i have nothing else to say nothing else to add um thank you Alyssa, for being here thank you for having me first guest um (laughs) I don't know. It was really cool. Very interesting. I loved it, honestly. Again, thank you. And then I guess we'll be seeing you like very soon when we <laughs> want to have you again. I'll have Gigi like hit you up and be like, hey, you have you my number too, no? I don't, but we'll you I, can exchange contact info yeah. like when we're done with you. <laughs> when we're done with this, I got you. So yeah. we'll be linking Alyssa's Instagram and her Etsy page, uh, hopefully in the description of this episode once it yeah. launches. So and also our Instagram, like, we can tag you and all of that. Yeah, we'll like include you. We're don't worry. So yeah, yes. but that's about it for now. I have nothing else to say. So Me until next time, bye, babies. <laughs>